Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled, I am Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about Counterpart, the new Stars original series starring J.K. Simmons, uh, season 1 episode 1 of course, it's called The Crossing and we will of course start spoiler free because it is an episode 1, we will warn you somewhere in the middle before we go into spoilers uh, so you can avoid plot details uh, if you if you like, so uh, that's what we're going to do. Uh, so this is a science fiction series uh, set in Berlin. Uh, and J.K. Simmons plays this this guy who this um, guy named Howard who works at this company. He's not really sure what they do. It's all kind of mysterious, but there's a lot of security protocols. Uh, it all seems to be research based of some kind, maybe. You know, it's very. We'll get into that obviously in spoilers. You know, more yeah. specifically, but um, but the, the, the premise of the show is that this place is the crossing, and it's a crossing that was created 30 years ago during the Cold War. Uh, so obviously being in Berlin is a very symbolic thing because you had East and West uh, and all yeah. that. But basically it was a crossing into an, a parallel universe where from the moment that the bridge was created, things started to happen differently on either side. Because before they were identical, which maybe even implies it was more of a split in two uh, than it, it was. Yeah, I think it was, more, it was created yeah. at that point rather than it was just a doorway opened. But you could argue either way. You could argue that maybe they'll, they'll, they'll actually get into this deeper at some point and explore yeah. which one it is, if it even matters. Because arguably it doesn't. I, I don't think it does. Yeah. I think it's just a yeah, piece of world building more than anything. Uh, but he, uh, the, the, the version of him on the other side is a bit more of a badass. He's more of a, a, a higher operative. He actually goes in missions. He's, you know, he's a, you know, he, he can take care of himself. He gets into yeah. missions and combat, all that kind of thing. Whereas the main one that we know, Howard, he is, uh, you know, he's, he's a bit of a pencil pusher. He's, he's kind of, he wants a promotion. He's not quite getting it. Uh, yeah. But he's never gotten to that that level where he, he's someone who's intimidating to others. <laughs> he's not, he's not Definitely him. not. Uh, and that, so the premise of the show, the first episode, is that the one from the other side, uh, we'll call him Howard 2, for lack of a better way of differentiating. Howard 2 comes over to our side and is like, hey, there's a, a plot, there's uh, some scheming going on, there's infiltration, things are going down, uh, don't tell anyone about me, we have to work together and try and solve this, and that kind of sets up the plot, and off we go. Uh, and our Howard is not really high up enough to know any of this, but because the counterpart, maybe that's what we should call him actually, the counterpart, maybe that, maybe that's a better thing to call him, the counterpart is like, no, no, we need him to make all this work, because I can pretend to be him, things like that, uh, this will be useful in the long run. So, that's, that's, the, that's the premise of the show, uh, uh, the, the quick spoiler-free synopsis. So I'll, I'll ask the question, what did you think of uh, episode one of Counterpart? It's pretty good, yeah. That's pretty good, okay. Uh, no, I'll wait to see, see if you liked it as well. Uh, no, no, I like it too. Uh, I, I think it's it's definitely got a different... It's because we've had various time travel and alternate reality things recently. I feel like yeah. there's a lot of similar ideas that are popping up uh, over the last, say, six months between various yeah, shows. Definitely. And I think what's interesting for this one is that this one's definitely a drier take on it, where it's, it's very... Um, like... It's not very flashy. It's very kind of serious thriller. Uh, it's definitely treating it like a, a political espionage yeah. almost. The it's way very, it's very slow burn. Yeah, it's very slow burn. Uh, and I do think at times the episode was maybe just a touch too slow. Like that would be my main. Yeah, criticism. I think it's it's a full hour long. I don't think it quite needs to be. No, nah, I think you could probably cut about five ten minutes if you. Yeah, get you down. Know. Yeah, get down to you know, fifty fifty two. Yeah, I, I think uh, that the. Tightened up a little bit, uh, but I, I, I mean, I like this type of story for a start. Uh, J.K. Simmons is fantastic, uh, as you expect. He's playing two different versions of the same character, 
uh, who were the same but have grown very different over the last 30 years. So yeah. it, it sets up that sort of stuff. Uh, his wife, who, as far as episode one is concerned, is in a coma. She was hit by a car, so she's uh, you know in a bed. But Olivia Williams plays his wife, uh, who I know mainly from Dollhouse, which was also from Josh Sweden, who did the hit television show Buffer the Vampire Slayer. Ah, oh, there we go. Yeah. Uh, speaking of people from other shows, though, Jamie Bammer's in this, and I didn't recognise him at first because of the English accent. Because, it, I mean, he, he is actually mm. English, but I know yeah. from Battlestar Galactica, and he doesn't have an English accent in that. So mm. it took me a second uh, when he started speaking. I'm like, wait, that looks like Apollo. Oh, it is Apollo. Right. He's just, <laughs> he's just speaking funny. Yes, yes. They, they do that thing with their voices. Yes, yes. He's got a very proper accent in this. Very, he does, very, yeah. It's uh, a very civilised pompous even what one it might suits. say it, it does suit his character what he's, what he's there to do but uh, so you got these characters uh, and it really plays with the idea of the differences between the two worlds which I like there's, there's, there's some stuff early on it sets up uh, what Howard does is, is his daily routine and it's all kind of set up for later when things are different and if anyone notices that things are different it really kind of, and I was like okay right, I get why we're getting these details because they're going to be important later and they, they set these things up so and Something I found really interesting in this, you know, the, the alternate world is it's it's essentially an alternate history for the past 30 years. Usually when you have an alternate history story, there's a, you know, a key difference that shapes things in a different way. Whereas mm. maybe there is and we just don't know about it yet, but it does, there doesn't seem to be. It just seems to be small decisions that have, you know, built up over time. Ripple, it's a ripple effect kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, the only things, I mean, visually, there's some. The architecture's a bit different. A lot of the buildings look a little bit fancier when we see them. Yeah. Uh, there's one. I actually thought it was a pyramid in the background at first, but it's it's not. It's, it's actually just a, a, a triangular arc. Here's like yeah. one like that. But it was dark, so it looked like a pyramid. I was like, is that a pyramid in Berlin? What the hell? <laughs> what happened on this earth? Uh, but that, that, that's kind of cool. And their phones look a little bit fancier. Yeah, but nothing major. Because the phone's like a, it almost looks like just a, a bit of glass that he was he was holding at the start of the episode. Yeah. Uh, so so there's just little things, um, like that. I think it's interesting that the 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 crossing building uh, that deals with all this, and you know, we're, and we'll talk about the details of what the works like uh, in the spoiler section. But one of the things that I noticed in there is that all the technology in that building is all dated. Because at first, I was actually thinking that our world, uh, you know, quote unquote, the, the main world. Uh, was actually kind of the opposite, where it was all kind of backdated, but it's actually just this building. For whatever reason, all current tech is taken off of them when they go in, and it's all old computers yeah. and old tape machines and stuff. Yeah, like, like all the, the phones and stuff being taken off them, you just go, oh, security. Yeah, but I then you that, see the tech them, they're using. Them using the older computers, which is you know surely more susceptible. My, my working theory on that, just based on this episode, this is a bit of a shot in the dark, but this is my theory, is that they're scared that bringing any new tech in that didn't exist at the time when the, the breach happened will close it or something or will affect it in some way. Okay. That'd be my okay. guess right now. Because it's all tech that existed at the time 30 years ago. Yeah, 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 it is. Yeah, so these old computers with the big green text and all the, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that makes sense. That's, that's my guess. Uh, but what, I mean, maybe it's something they know about. Or I'm saying it's them worried about that it'll do something. Maybe they actually know it'll do something because something happened at some point. Yeah, you know, so, so someone brought in a Walkman in the nineties, and it, it caused chaos. <laughs> yeah, I, I I wonder if it's yeah. We we know a big part. They they have you know intelligence agencies kind of going at each side. They're trying to you know trying to scope out the opposition, so to speak. Hmm. I wonder if it is okay if they get in, 
they're going to see this building first. If we just keep them in here and they report back to this building, they'll think we're still behind. We got you know we've got uh, the, yeah. the surprise angle on them. It's a false sense of security, yeah, because you're, you're you're making them think that you're actually a, a inferior. Uh, Technologically speaking, inferior. Uh, less advanced. I think it was the phrase I was going to I was, I was going to use. I, I almost said uh, less civilized, but that's not what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> the, to, having shitty technology does not necessarily mean you mean you're uncivilized. <laughs> no, there there are different things. It, it can go hand in hand, but they're not the same things. Yeah, technology is often a sign of civilization. Yeah, but but it's not a proof of it. No. So, uh, so no, uh, I like that. I like, I like the. Obviously, GK Simmons, I think, is the best part right now, right? I don't think that's a surprise. No. It takes takes his time, it introduces to his character, and we see what he's like, so that we understand how different it is when we meet the counterpart, and that all that all, that all works quite well. Um, like I say, it's just a bit of a slow burn. Uh, maybe at times a little too slow. It and plays like a a dry spy film. It almost, it almost does, yeah. It almost does. Which is, I can see, you know... Uh, you know, depending on how much it leans into the the alternate stuff, I could see you growing to maybe not enjoy this as much. It's possible. This is the thing. Like uh, when they were having conversation about oh moles in the fourth floor and we can't talk and no one else can know about us. Yeah, that stuff kind of like I zone out of that almost. Like I'm almost yeah. uninterested in that. But once they actually set up the mission they were on, uh, and it was all the, all the things we'd actually set up earlier in the episode came into play. I was yeah. really into all that. So it it just kind of depends how this episode. I don't I don't think leaned into it too heavily for me, but I, I mean it's possible it could. It, it could do, yeah. It's it's introducing the ideas at the very least that okay they're going to be around. I'm sure mm. it's just how heavily. But you know I question like so we have a villain in this episode again. We're talking spoilers about more specifics, but you know why is that person a villain? What is their goal? What you know what is going on? There's a lot of questions we don't actually have the answers to. Uh, it's, so. it's it's very much just this episode at least is very much just good. No, no, here's the situation, here's the main character, worry about the rest later. Yeah, I, if anything, I, I almost think the, the way it's introduced, the, the the core idea of the crossing is almost a little too blunt. It just happens. Just, oh, here you go, we're going to tell you this now. Yeah, it's a bit of an exposition dump almost. It is, yeah. Uh, which, it, it, it was to an extent that Howard doesn't know about this, so it's a reaction that's kind of like, he's hearing all this at once as well, so he's kind of overloaded, and it kind of works in pushing in the same place as him, but just... You know, as, as a storytelling device, easy, it? yeah, it, it just feels a bit clunky, I guess. Yeah, a bit abrupt. Uh, but uh, no, I mean, I enjoyed the episode overall, though. I, I think, uh, like I say, the action once it got down, there's a couple of really nice tense moments. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so I appreciate that. Um, I, I liked uh, sort of the lower key music that was kind of mm. pulsating, just sort of it, behind. Do you know what? Uh, there was one point in particular. That remind me, it was almost identical to some of the, the main themes from Mindhunter. I can see that. It's got a similar tone, actually, despite the fact that the subject's yeah, pretty different. Yeah, yeah. yeah it does. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's one tense moment, I'll just say, through a car window, which I thought was very effective. Yeah. It worked yeah. really well. Very, very much a hold-your-breath moment. Yeah, so it, it's nearly a lot of things. It's maybe just a touch on the bloated side. That's just That'd be my main complaint. Though. Yeah. It's clunky introduction to one or two things and a bit in the bloated side but I'm intrigued by the overall plot I'm intrigued by these places on different sides I think we'll you know, maybe learn more about the the second earth as we go on as well we don't see too much of it in this one but I feel like now that we've introduced both sides and both Hubbards, like we'll, we'll see the counterpart yeah, there's, earth there's, as well there's something I'm waiting for which is the inevitable point where our Howard goes over oh it has to happen yeah 
Yeah, and, and, and I feel like that we, we probably won't learn too much about that side until we we go through with him. Honestly, and go. that sounds like season finale material to me. Season one finale. It does. Yeah. As, 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 that, as that, as that said, the go. plot the, the plot beat to do it earlier would be to have them swap places for the mission. Uh, yeah, I mean they could do that, um, but it, it sounds like the sort of thing to me that you know that's your big season one finale. Kind no, of like, no, I get, I get. That's the special thing you do at that point to make it exciting. Yeah. Uh, also, this is the other thing is like they've not done it to us yet, but they they could actually play us at some point and not let us know which one's which. And I thought they were doing it at the end of this episode, honestly. Oh no, they're saving it. They're saving it for. No, no, but there, there was a moment where I was like, "Oh, are they doing that?" And uh, I, I think. Right now, it's actually really easy to tell them apart because of the uh, just because of how different they are. I think as a regular Howard becomes more confident, and we even see a bit of growth in that in this episode where he just feels a little bit more confident by the end because he's seen this sort of stronger version of himself. He knows he can do that. Yeah, uh, and I, I think as we, he goes down that path a little bit more, we'll get to a point where maybe they can swerve us, and we won't know which one's which. Uh, so I think that's interesting. I've also got other theory, but I'll, I'll save that for spoilers, which I think we'll go into. I think we'll go into spoilers now. Uh, so full spoilers for episode one of Counterpart. So, uh, so maybe I'm. Uh, I know this kind of takes away the purpose of the show somewhat, but I really, really think that at the end of a season, not necessarily this season, right? Could be then a season two. I really think Counterpart's going to die, and regular Howard's going to have to like kind of take up the fight and be. As strong oh, as he absolutely. was, yeah. right? I'm not just out of nowhere with that prediction. No, no. And that could be an end of season one thing. It, it could be, but I, I definitely think it's happening at some point. I think the story of this show is him becoming the other version, but without losing. Because I think one of the most interesting scenes in this episode is where they sit down and like they've got some downtime before the the mission, mm. and they're just like comparing like how things are different. Like you know, counterpart's got high cholesterol. He doesn't. Doesn't think he that, does that anyway. That he knows of, yeah. yeah. I mean, he could do. Maybe he has to go to the doctor to get get himself checked out. But you know, these things. Oh, like the the tie and like we have the difference. Of course, like uh, Howard's like okay, wife's in the coma in the hospital, and it's funny because when when counterpart mentioned, oh, uh, she's been dead for years. She had cancer. I thought cancer's an interesting thing for someone to get based on the different, just on the ripples. Like, why would it affect her biology? Mm. You know, like, and sure enough, by the end of the episode, like, I was kind of thinking, I don't know if that adds up. Uh, I mean, to be fair, cancer can be caused by lifestyle choices. It can be, it can be. So there's the ripple, you know, okay, let's say that version took up smoking. Yeah, that's true. I, f- I feel like, I don't know, I'm so used to people mentioning lung cancer specifically when it's that. No, no, that's fair, but there are yeah. know, many, many yeah, types. That's, that that's true, that's true. I, I just, it didn't, because it was such a vague thing, I was like, I don't know if I believe he's telling the no, truth. No, no, I get it. I, I'm the same. You question yeah. it, but I get why uh, Howard does believe it. But here's a good, here's a good there's thing. There's enough you know, plausibility in it. When he, when he goes to the hospital, because obviously the whole mission is that he's going to pretend to be regular Howard because they, they think this assassin, Baldwin, uh, not one of the Baldwins, just, just a, a female assassin named Baldwin, who is coming to kill uh, Emily, his wife, on this side of the, 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 the crossing, to you know, send a message to counterpart, be like, "Oh, kill your wife on this side." Blah blah blah, ha ha ha. But so he comes in, and of course, the tell sign to the nurse that something's weird is that the 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 flower. Because what he does every time Howard comes in, he takes one flower out of the bunch and he puts it in the little vase for the for the reception. He's a very nice man. As soon as he walks past, I'm like, "Oh, I know where this is going." 
Yeah. Well, Joe, you know I liked about it. I like because we didn't know that the assassin was necessarily watching him. Because as soon as the assassin comes in, as soon as Baldwin comes in and she's walking down the hall and she sees that empty vase, and I'm like, oh, she's been watching his routine. She, yeah, she, she, she's, she knows something's wrong. And I, I like that because she knows that this is a possibility. So she's been watching him closely so that she can spot any signs that something's wrong. I like yeah. that. I like that idea. Uh, but so the idea that she's dead though on like counterpart Earth actually kind of works quite throughout the rest of the episode until you get the reveal because when he comes in here and he sees Emily lying there dead and it's like oh well if she is dead in the other world like this is kind of a moment for him he's seen his even if she's asleep he's seen his wife again and he kind of yeah. holds her hand and it's kind of this like moment and I'm like oh this this works something I have a question about mm-hmm. was it his wife on the other side because he's surprised when you know when R. Howard mentions the wedding. Oh, that's true. Yeah, and, and something that confused me is because he backtracks. Because he, he backtracks and says, "Oh, we eloped," as if that's as if his sentence made sense. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But he sounds surprised that they're married, but he provided the name, right? He goes, "Oh no, it's it's his wife. That's the target." I don't think he says his wife. Though. Now you're now you're poking at this. I think he just says the name, and then like you know Howard or whatever goes, "Wait, my wife." Like or something like that, because he gets the information off screen. Like you know, he gives it to them. But I, he, the guy oh, comes out and says, uh, you know, it's he says, oh no, the, the name he gave us was Emily Silk. Yeah, true, true. So unless I, I wasn't looking, I wasn't looking for clues in that scene yet. I'd have to go back and watch it yeah. to to suss it, that. It just stuck out to me because he definitely said, you know, oh, that's the name that's given us, and they know who that is. Cause well, obviously, married or not, uh, they're definitely in a relationship, or they were in a relationship. Because oh, that, absolutely. Because that's the thing. This moment in the hospital when he goes to touch her hand, it still plays in retrospect because when you see her at the end and he goes to hold her hand and she pulls away, it doesn't play like she doesn't understand why he's doing that. It plays as, no, we were a thing in the past and we're not anymore. She's not, you know, she hates yeah. him now. Oh, they, they absolutely you know. were in, in a relationship. Yeah. Even before that, in that, you know, the scene where they're discussing this, he goes, oh, you know, you know you've been married, what, 28 years? And he goes, oh, that's, you know, right after we met each other. And it's like, so, you know, that already implies, yeah. oh, you know, they had a relationship as well. Yeah, so so they may not have been married, but I, I don't think there's going to be some twist where, oh, there were never, like, there were different oh, people on that earth where they, they hated each other the whole time or anything like that. I mean, maybe there will be, I don't know, but it's I, certainly, I, I, I think emotionally, those beats with the hand in the hospital and the hand at the end work better if it is just a simple case of, he he's not upset in the hospital because she's dead on his earth, She's he's upset because... Like he can't have her. He can't have her, and like he's seen her here, and like oh. Uh. Here's here's a question about about her. Mm-hmm. So we know she also works for this company in, oh, in the on our, our Earth as well. Oh sure, yeah, yeah, on our Earth. Yeah, because uh, you know when when he goes in to ask for his promotion, you know he asks about the wife because oh everyone you know well he says he never met yeah. her but you know everyone liked her. I'm wondering how high ranking was she? Was she you know higher ranking than him? Well, I thought I, well, I thought you were going to ask because we know she's working for them in the other Earth. Yeah. Uh, as you know, she seems quite high ranking over there as well. Yes. Right. So I, I, that seems clear from the context of the conversation. Not that they say a lot, but you just get that feeling. Uh, it's yeah, it's interesting. Does does, does coma Emily? Does she know all this stuff? Or at least the yeah. debate, the, the the broad strokes of it, even if she's not the details. Has she just had this knowledge for you know however long and just never told Howard? It's, it's interesting. Uh, and, but like I say, go back to that scene where they're, they're talking about her and stuff. I do actually like the thing, because at first, counterpart, counter Howard, <laughs> I'm trying to think of a, a way of calling him something, including his name. Uh, he, 
like at first he's really assumptive that he's the better version and he's like oh yeah so all these little ripples just lead to the you know all these little bad choices lead lead to who you are it's like or good ones you know uh, you know howard like, responds yeah. back and i think it's interesting that yeah this howard is a much stronger howard who's very you know he's very capable he, he's very strong he does what he can he's good at his job he does all these things he's but, probably more successful in yeah that. however he's alone he doesn't have emily he doesn't have this happy marriage that you know was there until like six weeks ago like so clearly there was a sacrifice made on that earth where he swapped the the, the love for the career essentially and in the broadest strokes possible yeah exactly yeah. I, I feel that's the, the the easy thing to go down at some point i, I like that it reminds me a lot of uh of a lot of the themes of moon uh, and how Moon examined how one person just just through the course of time is different from when he started. And this is, I mean, it's a slightly different setup, of course, but just the idea that he can analyse his own character by seeing what he would be had things went slightly differently at one point. Yeah. Uh, and that's the real interesting stuff for me about this show is that them exploring all this stuff. Uh, oh, absolutely, it. it's definitely the the best part. And, and, and I say that as someone who likes you know dry spy thrillers. Yeah, yeah, uh, and I you know I, I really liked uh, there's like a good fist pumping moment because the interest Jimmy Bammer's character who's like uh, her brother, uh, and he's here because he wants to move the body to England uh, back with the rest of her family and her family don't seem to like J.K. Simmons that much, uh, and he's like oh no I'm taking her back and he, he hands on this contract and Howard kind of like weasels out of it and he's like just think about it right leave the contract here he doesn't and but it's when Counter Howard goes in. And he's like waiting for the assassin, and then Eric shows up, and he's like, "Oh, you're gonna have to deal with this." And he knows who Eric is because when he mentions him before, yeah, he's, he's like, like oh, that, "Oh, that guy's a prick." Yeah, he's like, "That shit's staying up. right? And I was like, "Oh man, this is going to be entertaining. This is almost going to be this is probably, this will be a comedy scene almost because Counter Howard is going to be a badass, and he's going to scare the shit out of him, and he and he does. Like you know, he's like, "Hey, what was the little thing he says? He says, uh, "Hey, the most dangerous thing is when we run out of things to say, and it's all about action, and the last thing you want." is me to be out of things to say. <laughs> and I'm like, man, he's getting intimidated. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I did really like enjoy that scene even before that point where yeah. Count Howard makes that decision. Because you have, you know, the, the guy in the car being like, oh, just just sign it, get him out of there. Yeah, they, they don't even... Whatever you got to do. They don't care. Yeah, yeah, just get rid of her, it's fine. Yeah, not our responsibility. But obviously, you know, Howard's in the back of the car going, hey, no, that's my wife. Don't do this. Yeah. Don't ruin my life. And yeah, and Counter Howard makes that choice where he's not going to do that to him because this is kind of his wife too, in a way. This, yeah, but I think it's interesting that it, does he do it like because okay, no, it's his wife too, or is it more just he he has enough of a respect that he doesn't want to ruin this guy's life as well? And you know, he's here to do his mission, but he doesn't want to make it worse for the guy. Yeah, yeah, you can say is it more selfish or is it uh, because he's he's deep down he's a good person? Uh, honestly, I think it's a little column A, a little column B. That makes sense. Yeah. You know, I, I think there's the, the there is that personal connection, but then there's oh yeah, I don't want to ruin this Howard's life, especially since as he says at the end when he's going back through, because we, we find out that they need visas to come through for like a day. They have missions, and he's got he's, he's got a visa to like deliver booze because the booze is better over there apparently, uh, to like someone over here. That, that's the excuse he's here for. And when he's going back through, it's like oh we'll, we'll need him again, so you know keep him involved and up to date and all the rest of it. And when I mentioned how we see a bit of an art change already for Howard is. Earlier on, he goes up for this promotion. We see he's, like, he's worked routine. All security measures, the fact that they all get changed into identical grey suits. They go into these little booths, presumably with people. He doesn't know this, but they're presumably people from the other side who come in, and they've got all these coded questions and envelopes, and they're like answering things, and like they don't even know what it means. Like you know, Obviously, there's people higher up looking at the, re- the responses and like, seeing like, how things... Yeah. You know. Uh, and... All of that works quite well, and you know he stands in the circle, and the little right light turns. I'm sure we'll learn a bit more, a bit more about why this process is like this. You know, mm. as we go on, 
Um, but yeah, so so he goes up to for this promotion, and he goes up to you know uh, Quail, who's like the the, the the sort of head honcho guy who's involved in this sort of mission. Uh, him and the head of security dude, uh, Aldrich. Uh, which is funny, by the way, it's being set in Berlin, it's kind of it's kind of a fun setting because they're actually, you know, a lot of characters are German and a lot of them speak German. We have subtitles, but obviously not when our, you know, main characters are speaking. Yeah, so, it's, a, it's a global corporation, whatever that, that this is. Yeah, but of course, this is the only place on Earth where this has this, this exists. This, this has to be here. Yes, exactly, yeah. which is why you have, you know, all these different people. Exactly. Uh, so it's, it's, it's fun. Uh, but anyway, so he goes up for this promotion and Quail's like, eh, if it was going to happen, you know, you've been here 30 years. Which interesting, it's exactly thirty years. I think it was twenty nine. Was it? Oh, so it's almost thirty. Okay, yeah. uh, but it's interesting. That it's right after the the incident. I thought so too. Yeah. Yeah. That, that this place was maybe just getting built over the thing as they were like signing these papers. Like, oh, can you come? <laughs> like, yeah. You know, uh, curious. Uh, honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if we get flashbacks at some point to like the incident. Yeah. The the reason I you know twenty nine. I assume because. His job wouldn't have existed beforehand, right? Oh, absolutely, yeah. That's a, that's a good point. But so you know, they they set up the the structure pretty quickly by the sounds of it, and then went, all right, let's get people in. Yeah, I, yeah. So it kind of sounds like they built a small thing around it and then just expanded it over time. So now we've got a big proper building yeah. and and whatnot. Um, but yeah, because he kept saying three decades, and it's just thinking about it. I was like, oh, that's that's interesting. It's right after this would have happened. Mm. So. But he's basically, yeah, if it was going to happen, it's going to happen. And he's kind of nice enough, but it's like, yeah, you're just kind of this old guy who's good at his job, but we just don't want... You never want to get promoted. We don't care about you. It, it doesn't much. feel malicious. Yeah. It feels like, uh, look, you know, you're nice. You're good at what you do, but we it's it's kind of a nice way of going, we don't think you're good enough yeah. to do the, 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 the more important jobs. But... We'd, we'd like you enough that, you know, stay where you are. We're not, we don't want to get rid of you. Yeah, and, it, you know, and because of the way he Howard is, he kind of just takes it and smiles, and he's obviously hurt by it, but he, he lets it go, and obviously his friend gets uh, promoted instead, who ends up being murdered by the assassin. So he's gone. Uh, so now he wants his job by the end of the episode. And that's what I'm saying with the arc is, is that he turns around to Quail, because Quail says, oh, so you're on board, you're going to stick with us and do these secret missions, you know, so that no one felt... Because obviously they're worried about uh, infiltrators and other people and moles and all the rest of it, so they can't talk to anyone else about it. It's all secret of... And like, so you're on board then, you're, you're with us, Howard, and Howard just ignores him and doesn't respond. And he's like, oh, what do you want, Howard? And Howard turns just like, well, I want my goddamn promotion. I, I want, you know, I have earned this, I deserve it. And he stands his ground. And when Quail says, hey, that's not how it works, like, well, you need me, make it work. And he walks off. And it's like... Well, I think it's interesting, you know, when he says, oh, that's not how it works. Mm. I believe him. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's not just a hierarchy. There's more to it than that. The, yeah, like yeah. Uh, I don't know. Do, do they have to be, you know, verified by both sides? Going, okay, no, he can, he can. Right, this person can have clearance. You know, possibly. Uh, especially since they mentioned that, like, either no one or very few people have ever met their counterpart. Because you know, Quill says that to yeah. him, and it almost seems like they have, they, they deliberately avoid people in both sides getting the same positions. Pro- probably, for that yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, okay, let's not put them on the same path. Yeah. Uh, you, you just because you don't want them to meet each other because you know you drive a person crazy. Yeah, well, because Quill even says that when he first got the intel, because presumably everyone like when they get higher up to find all this truth out about there being another Earth and it's like you know a bridge to yeah. it and all the rest of it. He's like, oh, when I when I get told I had weeks of therapy after they have it all in place where it's a whole thing, and I'm like, damn, how we just get through it in the deep end? Like here's yeah. here's JK two. Uh, yeah, exactly. So you know. But no, see, that stuff's so fascinating. So you know, it's, it's, yeah, all this stuff is like, oh, this is great. This gets my brain going. Uh, all the mythology stuff, uh, like, even just you know the, the actual job great. that he's doing. I mean, you know, because it's 
like you say, okay, they're asking starting a sentence and finishing a sentence based on what's in an envelope. Yeah. My best guess is they're trying to calculate how far they've diverged by, okay, if we've Maybe. got the same codes, then, okay, we're in sync, you know, 60%. Yeah, yeah, okay, I can see that. Yeah, that, I can also see it being a way of passing intel in code without the people passing it knowing what it is. Yeah, could be. It could be that, but I like that idea, though, that they're seeing how out of sync they are. That's that's not a bad bad shout. Uh, So you have the whole mission, and you have uh, the the assassin shows up, she sees the vase is empty, she takes off her her heels, so she's walking quietly, and it becomes a bit of a chase, and you get that great moment where she's she's jumped out the window, she's outside, and she's right next to the car, and of course, that idiot, what's his name, Uh, Aldrich, the head of security guy, he's, he's handcuffed Howard to the seat, and he's in the car, and she's not noticed him yet, and she's looking like around because she's looking up yeah, to see if other she's guys. Yeah, just got her eyes closed, just taking a breather for a second. And he's just, and Howard's just staring at her, terrified the entire yeah. time. Because there's nothing he can do. Yeah, and then she sees him. She's about to shoot him, and then counter Howard shoots her in the face. Doesn't kill her. When I say the face, it's like a cheek shot. It's like the side of the cheek. Yeah, it's it's plausible that okay, no, that's gonna hurt, but okay, no, you you can run away after that. Do you know what? It almost feels more brutal to get shot in the face, but it'd be a survivable shot. Well, that's it, isn't it? Because your cheek... There's nothing major in your cheek. You can shoot through your cheek. It's going to hurt. But, you know... <laughs> don't try it at home, kids. <laughs> don't, 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 yeah, don't recommend doing that. But my, my point is, you could shoot through you well, know, yeah, it's your cheek. It's just flesh. Like, there's nothing, exactly. There's, yeah. there's nothing there. So, yep. That's going to hurt. But she doesn't She doesn't even get like phased. She's just like, oh, okay, better go. Yeah, because it knocks the gun out of her hand. She's okay. I need to run. He's, he's got yeah. the, the the drop on me. He's uh, got the high ground. But uh, yeah, so so the, the, the whole action is very fun. All the mythology building is really fun. It's just a little bit slow in places. That's like really my only complaint at this this point in time. Uh, and there's that nice little moment where uh, Counter Hubbard's going back through his gate because this is where I mean we see this because we realised I think probably early on, but we were confirmed at the end that or through the plot that that opening scene was in the other world, right? Because that was like yeah. the assassin before she came over. Uh, and it makes me wonder how are people sneaking over if this gate's so heavily because we see the all security well, protocols that's why they assume that there's moles right yeah yeah it's true yeah. someone's letting them through but uh, or, or to be fair uh, you know in actually in the bag you know where you know in that other opening scene in the bag they go oh you know there's visas and stuff ah true they're, they're, they're so forging their way through as, yeah exactly as far as they're concerned they should be going through they just don't come back yeah, that's interesting. Uh, but so he comes back through. He's, he's got the tie, his favorite tie that he lost years ago. But Howard let him keep his because he's not been wearing it. It's, yeah. yeah, it's a nice little kind of thing. This sort of odd bond. But he's, I mean, you can't be closer to someone than yourself, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. there's, there's a truth in that. Uh, possibly even strengthened by the fact that you've grown to be different as well, because there's a difference too. There is, yeah. Yeah, but he comes back in and he he sits down in a bar. And he's getting a drink, and he's the song that's playing is the same song that regular Howard's listening to in his apartment. Yeah. Uh, it's just this thing. Both of them drinking scotch as well. Yeah, similar so, taste. Yeah, the tastes are still. I mean, that was a fun thing he said. He goes, "Oh no, taste buds. They shouldn't change." Yeah, uh, and of course that's why he's like, "No, but I have high cholesterol. That's why I'm not eating it. Like, I, yeah. I, I want it. It looks great, but I can't yeah. have it." And uh, of course we get the the the, the And do you know what the funny thing was? This was the exact sort of show where I was saying to myself. Like from the halfway point to just before this final couple of scenes, this is a show that needs a hook at the end of the pilot. Yeah. There's, there's going to be an extra thing they reveal at the end of the pilot that kind of flips things on its head a little bit. And it wasn't like a complete flip the table moment, but it was okay. So the wife's alive in the other Earth, 
and she's like up and she's in like an agent and she's not in a good place with counter howard yeah and she wants details on what's happening over there that's what you know she's there to grill him for information pretty much almost seems like maybe she's his boss or something mm. and it makes me wonder as well like are they actually are their intentions actually for the company or for the good the good reasons i mean they could be villains but they could have their own like completely standalone goals that don't align align with the the, the corporation like you know yeah I feel, I feel like all of that's kind of up for up for grabs at this mo- point in time it is it's, it's hard to say because we just know so little yeah but uh it's really 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 good yeah like i say a couple of minor complaints um maybe a, a little over long but i'm into the plot characters are good um yeah. so yeah uh, so i think it's safe to say we'll be back next week with with episode two definitely cool uh so of course uh give you your thoughts and theories i feel like this is one that'll get the theories uh going oh i should hope so heavily. otherwise you're all slacking yeah uh so no so so Please do, please, please do theorize. Obviously, we, we, the one thing we haven't mentioned is he's got a friend that he plays games with uh, on the uh, like a small cafe. Yes, he, he does this before work, and he always loses. Um, now the question is: is, is the, when we finally get the shot where he wins, what do they play for? Is it, it's it's one of two possibilities. It's either no, no, this is the moment where he's become you know bolder. You know, he's mm. become more like Count Howard, or that's actually the the moment where it reveals to us that they've swapped places, ah, and this is Counter Howard. That's that's the the way I'm going to see it. It's one of those two. Or to go with the like this is him changing thing. It could also be this reveal that he had it in him all along, kind of thing to go along with that. I could see yeah, that. Kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, he hasn't intentionally been letting him win, but he's just not been aggressive enough to yes to win. Uh, I'll, I do think his friend Andre that he plays with. I feel like he he might turn out to be someone. It feels fishy to me. <laughs> that or he'll die. That or he'll die. Bit, something fishy about him that's all i'm saying uh mm. but no uh, so so oh, lots, lots of lots of details uh, and i have no idea what the rules are for for the game that we're playing i had no idea uh, I, I don't know what game it is no see, see when it was like oh and it was like, not a checkmate but it was essentially the checkmate moment where he, he wins i'm like okay i'll take your word for it because i have no idea what you're that just, meant you're just putting dots down yeah uh no idea what's going on here but uh curious maybe maybe we'll all be playing by the end of season one we'll all look it up and <laughs> go get ourselves boards for this game I mean we, we we said that when we watched Fargo season 3 we thought maybe we should play bridge and then nah oh yeah that's true that's true this looks fun though you've got all your little counters to, to play I'd rather things. just play chess eh chess is okay chess is okay <laughs> chess is okay that's it okay yeah. I mean I like it in theory I've never really get, in, get into it properly though <laughs> I like the principles of chess I just like how many rules there are, but they make sense. <laughs> anyway, that that is a counterpart episode one. So by all means, uh, let us know what you think of the episode. Uh, thoughts and feelings. Uh, like and subscribe. All the usual stuff. Get us on the Twitter's at mail underscore fudge for channel. But if you want to support the channel, head over to patreon.com slash mailfudgetv. Uh, but otherwise, that is us. So thank you once again for watching. Uh, you will find the audio versions of these reviews on our Almost Cancelled TV Reviews audio feed. Uh, that feed has the cable shows and things like of that nature. Just search Mail Fuzz TV on your podcast app. You'll find it. Uh, you'll get it on iTunes and whatnot. Uh, but that is us. So thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching TV. Have you got any vanilla?